0: Welcome to Season 2 of Thinking Logically. You're hearing Humpty, Tupac, and the rest of the gang. The Digital Underground. With their hit, Same Song. It's from the Motion Picture soundtrack, Nothing But Trouble, which is actually an amazingly underrated movie with an all-star cast. Dan Aykroyd, Chevy Chase, John Candy, Demi Moore, a Baldwin brother. Hell, they even killed Tupac in the movie. He has a cameo, and they kill him. Anyway, the song is very fitting, because all around the world, it's just the same old song. Tyrannical governments stealing from their people, forcing poison into their bodies. Government agents on television lying right to the listeners' faces. And maybe worst of all, the attempt to silence logical thinking. Whether it be on social media here in the United States, or on the streets of China. We are all medieval serfs. It makes a lot more sense why for the longest time kings and queens didn't allow people to have printed words. I used to always think it was to keep knowledge hidden, but maybe they did it to keep truth from being spread. Mark, it's season 2. How
1: you feeling? Welcome to season 2, everyone listening across the world. Feels great to be to be here Joe with you in 2023. Happy New Year. We're back. We're back. We have a great season plan for all of our listeners, uh, starting with today's uh, inaugural season two episode. We got a lot to talk about, and uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say uh, happy. I shouldn't say happy, but you know, today's the two-year anniversary of the insurrection, Joe. And insurrection. according to the media, it is insurrection. Day. And according to the media, we have more insurrectionists in the house chamber as we speak. And we'll get into that in just a little bit. So great intro, Joe. Uh, Let's get right into this episode. Uh, We are going to talk about, uh, initially, we're going to lead off with, uh, I believe, DeMar Hamlet. And the Pittsburgh uh, kid, we'll call him. I actually had a chance to talk with DeMar this past summer. Uh, I was refereeing a, a... high school all-star game and DeMar was one of the coaches and he stopped me in the middle of the game and he was like hey you're from you're from Beaver County aren't you I was like yeah how'd you know he's like oh I recognized you I was like oh okay you know whatever that's cool uh but yeah he just came across as a very very uh professional giving back caring young man and uh what we saw Monday night was unprecedented uh in sports let alone the NFL and Joe, I know you have some takes on this. Um, he, he suffered a cardiac arrest event. That's the story uh, from a hit that he took uh, on a tackle. But Joe, uh, I know you have a take on this in, in, in how the media is uh, what they're reporting on this. so take it away. Okay, so
0: I said from the beginning, you watch. the media will come out in full force tomorrow. And if they start saying this wasn't from the vaccine, this wasn't from the vaccine, then we're going to have a problem because there's no reason to mention that. The, 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 people on social media might be saying that, but there's no reason for CNN to come out and say, because they, you can't know. You can't know yet because nobody knows. Let me so stop you, you say... right
1: there. They were saying this without being asked if it was from the vaccine. They were just coming out and making this statement. like It's almost like a blanket statement. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and nobody knows anything. Uh, I, I can't find the video. We had a, a, a friend of ours sent us that 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 doctor who claimed that this is what it is. Uh, it's Latin. What is it? Something cordis, uh, commocio cordis, or something is is the term. And he said it's basically that. So he was able to diagnose it from the field. It's most likely that, but it's definitely not from a vaccine. As if myocarditis doesn't make this more of an issue. I, I think I have a. There's an article from the NIH saying that myocarditis can cause an uptick in this. Uh, commo- How do you say it, Mark?
1: I believe it's commosio cordis.
0: Commosio cordis. It, it can cause an increase in probability of this happening on the on the uh, on the athlete or person. So it makes me wonder, is there anything that everyone got in the NFL that was forced to you know, take that might cause myocarditis that, that could cause an uptick in this? And then, honestly, it just it opens up a whole can of worms because then I just, I don't know what made me think back to, it was right before Halloween, I think. I'll pull up the tweet right now. I'll pull up the tweet right now because this is a young, healthy 20-some-year-old kid who gets a physical at least once or twice every year who wouldn't have a heart issue missed, I don't think. Um, but this is from, okay, so October 2nd, JJ Watt. I was told somebody leaked some personal information about me, and it's going to be reported on today. I went into AFib on Wednesday had my heart shocked back into the rhythm on Thursday and I am playing today. That's it. And that's the tweet from JJ Watt. So it begs the question. I was told someone leaked personal information about me and it's going to be reported on today. So if it wasn't for someone leaking it, we would have never known about this. So this is another player in the NFL that has a heart issue. I'm not saying it's from the vaccine. My issue is why whenever someone says, Hey, can this be from the vaccine? you're shouted down as if you're questioning Ukraine funds or, or the t- 2020 election. It's, it's insanity.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it is. It is pretty crazy. You know, the one that, the one that we talk about these young athletes suffering cardiac arrest events, these weird um, out of the ordinary um, medical conditions in the last couple of years, these guys that are in peak physical shape, literally they're probably the most in shape people on earth. Um, And it's like, you can't, you can't bring up the question at all. And if you do, like you said, you are, you're, you're blasted. Um, The one that got me the most though, was when Christian Erickson collapsed. I believe it was now about a year and a half ago at the Euro 2021 tournament player for Denmark, just literally collapsed on the field. I, I believe he was a, a cardiac arrest event as well. He almost died. This guy was one of the top players in the world, soccer players in the world. This guy just almost dies in the field. The same, almost the same situation as, as Demar Hamlin. I don't know if one was worse or the other, but um, but that was one that really struck me as like, wow, what's going on here? You know, something is this something related to the vaccine? But um, I don't know. You know, we'll probably never know um, if, if Hamlin's cardiac arrestament was related to the vaccine personally for me that i don't really care if it was or wasn't because we already know the vaccine causes myocarditis and causes this is from the just 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 to reinforce you mark i'll read it right here from the
0: nih national library of medicine sudden cardiac death risk in contact sports increased by myocarditis a case series and this goes all the way back into late 2021
1: yeah we were texting, you know, back and forth the other night when you were talking about Pfizer. Pfizer actually buys major ad time on ESPN. Never saw Pfizer commercials or Moderna commercials before COVID, did, did we, Joe?
0: But I, I didn't notice. And put it that way, the only thing yeah. I remember from Pfizer was Viagra.
1: Right, right. But now you're actually seeing Pfizer commercials on ESPN. So you're never, we're never going to know if this was related to the vaccine or not. Um, You know, like I said, whether it is or or is it, you know, makes no difference to me personally, because we already know the vaccine causes issues in young males, especially.
0: It's very Uh, simple. If if you want people to stop blaming the COVID-19 vaccine for DeMar Hamlin's cardiac arrest, investigate whether or not if the COVID-19 vaccine played a part, and why this young, healthy, elite athlete suffered a
1: cardiac arrest.
0: The fact that it's never included and it's always excluded, that's the problem
1: here. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I totally agree. Especially <laughs> I, with I, J.J. Watt, yeah.
0: everyone else. How many, yeah. how many other times has it happened this year that we don't know about?
1: I'd see things pop up on Disclose, Joe, that were like, you know, so-and-so athlete collapses on field.
0: It happened on the, the same. The same. Years, Franco Harris. Years. Franco Harris. Dot. Oh, okay, you're talking about. I'm just talking well, about. Well, 72. Athletes. Yeah.
1: People that we could have know. heart
0: issues. Anything, anything. We know it's.
1: We know that young younger males are especially vulnerable to heart issues with this COVID vaccine. It's just a fact. You know, we're not making this up. This isn't misinformation. Um, we'll probably get censored actually for even talking about this. Somehow they'll probably figure this out. But, um, but yeah, I mean. It's it's a shame that we're actually sitting here talking about this to begin with, and and this many people are, are left wondering, you know. And the people, like you said, the people that are questioning whether this is from the vaccine or not, is for pain, it is, you know. Whatever you said, ostracized. Look at the
0: so, former. It's the other way. When when it was vaccine or don't leave your house, get vaccinated or don't leave your house. Everyone was was cheering for that. If you watch CNN and MSNBC, then. Look at this. It's happened, I think, on the same day as Hamlin. Former yeah. NFL player Uche Noire, who called to jail unvaccinated people, dies suddenly at 38. And yeah. who knows what it was from, but another another person
1: yeah.
0: died but suddenly. Speak-
1: yeah, but speaking of that that event, think about the things that have happened on that field there in Cincinnati. You had uh, what we saw Monday night. You had the Ryan Shazier uh, paralyzation tackle where he tackled you know somebody from Cincinnati I believe that was back in 2017 head down yeah uh, and was paralyzed in the field you had the two attack concussion this earlier this year which was previously one of the worst things we had seen in the NFL prior to DeMar Hamlin where his fingers crumpled up uh, on the turf and then we had uh, what am I forgetting oh the Antonio Brown concussion where it was like that that hit, with, yeah, he suffered in Cincinnati in the end zone, I believe. I forget who the defensive player was, who literally led with his helmet as a weapon, knocked Antonio Brown out. And that was kind of like a line of demarcation in his career, you know, because it seemed like after that hit, he had just completely went off the deep end. So those are just four things that we had seen in Cincinnati that are kind of like watershed moments uh, in the NFL. But you see all these people, Joe, that are trying to, uh, vilify the NFL for this, you know, toxic masculinity and how it's representative of American culture. It's a sport. It's a sport. You know, I, I was telling you the other night, I, some of the things I see in my travels would make you sick, you know, on Saturdays with some of the hits and things like that. You just almost become numb to it. And you just think that people are just going to get up and walk away and the game's going to move on. Well, in that case, this didn't happen. It's just a violent, violent sport. Joe, and I think the average person doesn't have any idea how fast and how big and how strong these guys are moving on that field. We only see it on TV, but when you see it up close in person, you think, holy crap, like these dudes are fast and they're big and they're hitting each other very, very hard. I think it was at Hockey League, the former retired official said, he's like, there's five or six times every game where you think to yourself, damn, like how's that guy getting it up from that? so but it's the NFL um it's the king in in the United States and I don't think anything is ever going to overtake the NFL I could be uh you know short-sighted here but uh, the NFL is just uh, is, is king in sports I, I do
0: I definitely do not think you're wrong I don't know when exactly America's pastime went from baseball to football but since since the early 80s late mid 80s it's been all football I I, I, I yeah. don't I don't remember it any different do you no.
1: No, I don't. Um, you know, it wasn't always like that in in the United States where the NFL was king. You know what was king, uh, Joe, when our, uh, we'll say our, our grandparents were in their around our age? Boxing. You know, boxing was king. And we saw what happened with boxing with, um, you know, the concussions and the, and the brain injuries and things like that. Boxing used to be what the number one or number two sport in America, probably you're up there with one and two with baseball, you know, and it wasn't until the late sixties where the NFL actually took over as, as the number one sport in the United States. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. You have that tied to fantasy football, which is a multi-billion dollar industry, you know? So I think the NFL is on track to, to bring in $25 billion in revenue by 2027.
0: Which begs the question, how, you bringing that up, makes me, it begs the question, would they ever really care about player safety if it meant the end of the NFL or something like that, a, a, a giant black eye on the NFL? Listen,
1: it goes without saying that the NFL is, you know, one person's life is much more valuable than, than anything the NFL could put out. But this is the first time where this has actually come, you know, in, in what, 60 years? 50 years do do you
0: remember ephedra? Do you remember ephedra in sports, how quick that was snuff, sniffed out and just banned? And if you if you did take ephedra, because it was killing athletes.
1: it yeah, was well, in increasing a, I think it your was heart the, rate and your yeah. metabolism.
0: Yeah, it had to do with hearts, too. So, weird that, you know, super mm-hmm. athlete, you know, has a heart attack yeah. all of a sudden and dies. Corey Stringer. was I, I can't remember if his is ephedra or not. I honestly cannot remember. Um, you could go through the list. But that was sniffed out real, real quick, and you don't hear of ephedra anymore. It's like with this, all these heart issues. What can they be coming from? Ah, oh, people are just dying suddenly now. It is what it is. He had shoulder pads on shore, but he got hit in the chest with shoulder pads on a routine play. I had a heart attack or a cardiac arrest. I'm sorry, but yeah. it, it's I'm I just I don't see how if that was a routine play and that happened, and he had no underlying conditions, how can't that happen next week?
1: Right, I agree because you you see that tackle, that type of tackle made a lot. That was an average yeah. NFL, average college tackle, yeah. probably. I mean,
0: there wasn't that much hit. I mean, speed, anything. It was a one-on-one tackle.
1: It was a one-on-one tackle. He was absorbing most of the contact, you know, into his chest. Uh, it was like a rugby uh, tackle almost. It, it, that, when hit, that... Yeah, when the tackle was made. Yeah, I mean, but we we heard today that he's breathing on his own now, and I believe he's communicating. Um, I think I just read that he Facetimed the Buffalo Bills and was able to speak with them. So thank God that. Uh, he's okay I know yes I know that a lot of people were praying for him so uh, if you believe in the power of prayer um, DeMar Hamlin is uh, is, a, is a fine example of that how prayer can uplift somebody in that situation because it seemed like the entire country and everyone was watching uh, even people that didn't have any affiliation or, or interest in the NFL were praying for him so uh, we're just happy to hear that he is on the road to recovery
0: how do you think CNN handled it mark i'm 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 so happy to hear he's on the road to recovery you know I pray he makes a full recovery um how do you think CNN handled this did they use it did I they did. use it did they you use watch it a to lot have- more
1: CNN than I do so I know you have a uh, 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 an opinion on this I can't I, Joe you know why I don't watch CNN and that's because they just hired Adam Kinnzier as <laughs> a uh, senior political analyst I can't stay uh, stand that but um, I know you had some things on CNN that you you know that you wanted to talk about with this coverage.
0: Okay, this is a perfect transition because we're going to move on to the house speaker. So CNN decided it thought it would be a good idea to combine Demar Hanlon's cardiac arrest into the house speaker conversation. Hopefully I'm going to play this video. Hopefully I'll play it. I was my jaw dropped but I heard them making this analogy. So Get Mark from the sound department, we got to refresh the video here, Mark. Okay, let's see here. Okay. okay.
2: And after two pitches, the right fielder decides, I want to pitch. See, when you have a small majority, you accept your responsibility as a member of the team. Pick, your, pick, pick your, your business, pick your sport. Imagine if a baseball team goes on the field, and after two pitches, the right fielder decides, I want to pitch. Uh, it, it can't work that way. Don't Someone has football. to be in charge. do
0: football. Someone
2: has to be in charge of any organization.
0: Don't compare it to That doesn't Hamlet. mean you always
2: agree with your boss. You don't always agree with your manager. You don't always agree with your coach. They're Imagine those do two it. doctors we just listened to uh, who treated and all the people on the field who cared for that uh, Buffalo Bills player. Imagine if somebody said no, or, or no, I want to do the other job. It doesn't work that way. When you're on a team, you have to guess. Yes, you go to the boss's office and you say, I want this, I want this, I want this. But eventually somebody has to make a decision. And you have to accept the responsibility of government. They don't want that responsibility. They don't care about that responsibility. They don't respect that responsibility. So 58 days after the American people, everybody thought, every historical marker said Republicans would win 20 seats, maybe 30 seats. Okay, so you see,
0: they imagine if the mayor of medic said, you know what? No, I'm not going to care for this person lying on the field in a cardiac arrest. I want to play. I want to play quarterback. I don't want to be the trainer. What the fuck is wrong with CNN? That's such a terrible analogy. Such an awful analogy. They could have left it at the baseball analogy. No, I don't want to play that field. We get it. Okay, we get it. We get it there. We, we yeah. understand. You don't have to, you don't have to, the, the players laying there on the field. You're going to bring that up. But thought we were supposed to, we can't, we can't ask how the player would happen to the player. We just have to give thoughts and prayers. But for some reason, CNN gets, gets away with making those kind of analogies. So, all right, let's cover the speaker here. Um, so for some historical reference, because, Mark, you know I love history. The last time they had this many votes, because I think we're up to 11 votes for the Speaker of the House, it was the pre-Civil War, Mark. In fact, the guy that was eventually elected as Speaker ended up being a future general for the Union Army, Nathaniel Banks, If 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 you, you, if, for those of you out there, history buffs. Now, for those that have been listening to us for a while, The last time this has happened, like we said, we had a civil war less than a decade later. I think it was like five or six years. Do you remember what Bill Gates said about a civil war happening in this country? September, October? So that's something to keep in the back of your head um, moving on on forward because he was right about COVID in 2019 somehow, even though he had a hand in the vaccines and everything else, and somehow he's predicting a civil war in September of 2022.
1: And now look at us now, look look at what's going on now. Well, there's a civil war going on within the Republican Party. I think that's where the civil war is actually taking place. And I love it. Yeah. Well, we're gonna see how this plays out here. We'll see what when when we get a speaker. Um, Kevin McCarthy just refuses to 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 pull out of the speakership. Um, I, I I don't know what's gonna happen. Matt Gates was on. Laura Ingram last night, and Laura Ingram was taking him to town a little bit, and, you know, because Matt Gates was listing all of these things, all of these demands that they, they wanted met by Kevin McCarthy, and he basically agreed to them, you know, per Fox News. And, and then Laura Ingram said, well, if he met all your demands, then why aren't you voting for him? And Matt Gates just basically said he, he's refusing to vote for Kevin McCarthy. And Laura Ingram said, well, you can't have it both ways. So, Joe, I mean, what's your what's your take on that?
0: Okay, so the overall take, for those listening that might not know what we're talking about or been paying attention, Trump, I guess, kind of endorsed McCarthy or told everyone to vote for McCarthy. You have about 20 Republicans, most from the Freedom Caucus, that want nothing to do with McCarthy, and it's their deadlock. They can't get to 218. The closest they could get is like 200, 202. Um, But for those that don't know, Mike McCarthy is a deep state swamp creature that Everyone knows it's going to be another blank check. Money to Ukraine, sure, because the House of Representatives has the power of the purse. That's where all the money the ta- that's where all the money gets spent is in the House of Representatives. For those that don't know how like our country works, Mike McCarthy is part of the problem. So he's just going to be another Nancy Pelosi. The media's reaction to the fact, though, that we don't have a speaker after three days is is my focus. It's laughable, as if this republic will end. Does everyone forget that for an entire year, year and a half? Congress didn't meet at all because of COVID? I think we can go a few days or probably a few weeks out of speaker. But why doesn't McCarthy drop out? Jim Jordan said, I don't want to be speaker even though he got 12 votes or 20 votes, whatever it was. And, and, and he his n- name isn't even in the ring. So we're just going to sit here in a circle and go round and around until McCarthy drops out, I think. At the same time, Mark, and then I'll let you take it from here. Concessions. If McCarthy starts making too many concessions to one side, then the other two hundred people for that are voting for him are gonna say, I want a concession, I'm not voting for you now. And it's it's just gonna all break apart. But this is how I our government's Ke- supposed to work.
1: This is how our government is supposed to work, yeah. this is how it should look. Well, I think a couple things. Uh, now I'm no Washington insider by any means, but I feel like Kevin McCarthy is in a little Freudian slip, Joe on your part. Mike McCarthy. Uh, Cowboys playing for the number one seed this week. Ooh, ooh, yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. <laughs> Kevin McCarthy I think he's in too deep right now Joe to back out to pull out um I just feel like if he pulls out that is a you know a major sign of weakness on his part you know in kind of waving the white flag what what would Kevin McCarthy do if he were to if he were to pull out right now would there be some other deal made where he would be you know chairman of a of a certain committee a committee um if the if a Jim Jordan type of person would would become speaker. I just feel like Kevin McCarthy's in too deep right now. He's not going to, he's not going to pull, pull his name out. I think if anything, you might see some moderate Republicans reach across the aisle to the Democrats and say, Hey, help us out here. You know, we'll give you some, you know, key positions on some important committees. They'll never, get, they'll never would, win
0: an election again. They'll never win an election again.
1: Oh, well, that's how it would backfire on Matt Gates and the freedom caucus. If they were to do that, don't say they wouldn't win an election. I mean, they've, you know, I, I, I don't, you don't know that. I mean, I, I don't know. It just seems like the Republican Party is is fractured right now. You know, this, I, I like the House Freedom Caucus. I wish there were 218, 220 members of the Republican Party part of the House Freedom Caucus. You know, I'm not sure what what I'm looking for here or what I personally want to see. But like you said, McCarthy definitely is a swamp creature. Matt Gates laid it all out. But if McCarthy's willing to make these concessions to the House Freedom Caucus, then, okay, let's just get on with it then, you know? That's just how I see it. Uh, who would I, Who do I want? I told you who I wanted, Joe, in a private text, and that's Jim Jordan. I think, uh, you know, Matt Gates even said it last night uh, that, you know, that Kevin McCarthy needs to withdraw his name and Jim Jordan needs to accept the nomination that they think Jim Jordan would win the speakership, uh, the congressman from Ohio. So you're forgetting one name. Donald John Trump and he only got one vote Joe so that's not gonna happen I told it's, you it's not gonna happen right to... now
0: but where it would be interesting is because they're they're gonna do the 12th vote I think at noon today as of right now it's around 11 o'clock a.m eastern standard time if he were to get two votes it would be a little bit interesting but if for some reason he would get like 21 I think would be the magic number then it gets very interesting but we'll, we won't cover it at all to that but Mark you brought up about the civil war in the republican party we're gonna this is this is the topic that i wanted to cover in like early december we're gonna we're gonna cover it later but i just want to remember this term jeffersonian democracy everyone listening just remember the term we'll go into it later jeffersonian democracy i think something like that could be in the future for trump and the republican party just remember the term um but as far as the speaker thing it it it's what needs to happen. You need to have open debate on the floor and say, hey, here's why we don't want McCarthy. Here's why we do want McCarthy. And, and the best thing about this is it's on C-SPAN. You could go and, and watch this whenever. You could DVR it and watch it whenever. This is how our government is supposed to work. Not how it did in COVID where you do floor votes or someone is out of state and they vote by proxy. No, you're in there, you're voting in person, and, and you're arguing the points why or why not. You support this bill or this person for House Speaker. This is how it needs to be.
1: I, I totally agree with you. And this is how our government should work. This is actually, I think, a positive thing for a government in the end. Um, it's a positive thing for the people. I heard this last night, so I'm not going to take credit for this take. But I, when I heard this, I thought, mm, you know, that actually makes sense. And that is, Joe, you don't see this in the Democratic Party. They're in lockstep all the time. There is no dissension within the Democratic Party. At least you don't see it out in public like we're seeing this happen with the Republicans. The Republican Party is encouraging debate and encouraging different viewpoints in different ways of governing. I think that's, if you're looking for a silver lining and looking for a positive here in this whole situation, it's that. It's that the Republicans are willing to openly Out in public now, uh, openly debate what their house should look like, how the future should look like for the Republican Party. And it's being driven by, a lot of it was driven by the House Freedom Caucus, these American first uh, congressmen and women. So again, you don't see that on the the Democratic side, all right? It's not at least, it's not out in the open um, like we're seeing here. So uh, interesting um, civics lesson for all of our young people out there, uh, getting to witness this unfold, uh, right before our eyes.
0: All right. Uh, can we talk about Dan Crenshaw? I just, I wish I had the clip. I don't, but I just want to, so Dan Crenshaw, I'm sorry, W E F world economic forum, sock puppet, Dan Crenshaw, called those not voting for McCarthy terrorists. And Fox News accidentally had a slip, and I think it was uh, Brian Kilmeade called him insurrectionists for not voting for McCarthy. This is just insanity to me. Like you said about debate. You debate on why. No, you're you're not a terrorist for not voting for McCarthy. We just want to know why. Tell us why. Oh, well, he, 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 blank check Ukraine? Okay, well, we don't want that. Yeah, okay, that makes sense to me. See see, see how it works And you debate, debate it out and you don't call someone a racist
1: or a name-throwing, which is yeah. all that's been going around on both sides of the aisle? Yeah. I mean, normally we see debate between Republicans and Democrats on the House floor. We are witnessing a a debate between Republicans now, um, you know, on, on the floor of the House, you know, and, and it's playing out for speakership. So uh, we'll see. We'll see. Dan, Dan Crenshaw, I know um, you're not a fan of him, but for Brian Kilmeade to call these people insurrectionists.
0: It was a slip. It, it, it could have been a slip of the tongue, a Freudian
1: slip. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That, that's a, that's a strong word to throw around, you know, and especially two years to the day of when we saw, uh, Ray Epps possibly lead an insurrection into the Capitol. But we don't know about Ray Epps, do we, Joe? We don't, we haven't no, I mean, seen him. We,
0: we, we don't. He actually
1: admitted to orchestrating the whole thing.
0: Yes. Yes. And uh, like I said, now that we have the gavel, in the House of Representatives, we can get to that, but first you need a nice speaker. It's not like the yeah. FBI and anyone else would probably even it's not like they're gonna say, Oh yeah, here's all the information you need, figure out where we went wrong. They're gonna fight too. It's gonna be a long, hard two years. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. The pipe bomber, also yeah. real quick, the pipe bomber, you see they increased the award to five hundred thousand for the pipe bomber. Oh. Not that not that it matters, it could be ten million. You're not gonna find him because he's a confidential source to either the FBI, yeah. or someone so I just found that funny, For but sure.
1: I know we we didn't we didn't plan on talking about this, but but since we're talking about the intelligence community and things like that, uh, season three of Jack Ryan out on Amazon Prime right now. Um, just watched, finished up season three a couple of days ago, and basically the plot is, and I, I told you this the other night. Uh, basically, you have a rogue Russian government. Who is trying to go the United States into war by unleashing a nuclear weapon uh, inside of the Czech Republic. I'm like, I told you about this. And I'm like, this, this plot seems hyper real, you know, where you have these people in Russia who are working to uh, undermine the current government by having a nuclear weapon detonated. And I'm like, Joe, this is, this is unbelievable. You know, like, and what did you tell me, Joe? Exactly. I sent you the article, too. It's, it's, right. the, 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 they
0: they helped write listeners. the episodes.
1: They're, in on, they're all in on it.
0: They're in on, tell the our all listeners
1: story. what, what, what about, about the intelligence community and their yeah. assistance of Homeland in, in writing these things.
0: And they, they, they even – I sent that, that article to you. They even had them down for, like, a symposium or something to, like, help them write the show. No wonder. Yeah. No wonder it's so accurate. Uh anyway unbelievable
1: um, all right we talked about let's move on to the uh, you want to go on to the border
0: yeah i got about 10 minutes left here um i got a teething baby upstairs but uh border okay so first things first is the border remember if they say covid is spiking again do not forget that biden let in over a million illegal immigrants from the southern border and that's just like the bottom number it could be 5 million so if covid spikes again remember that um and then secondly Mark, I'll pull up the video. You can give your thoughts. There are tanks rolling through a city in, I don't know if it's Middle Mexico. I can't even see the, the city it is. But there are tanks rolling through fighting the cartel because El Chapo's son was arrested, I guess, a few weeks ago. And tanks are rolling through the streets here in Mexico. And it's not that far of a drive from the southern border in Texas. Mark, Literal
1: tanks. Literal tanks. I've, yeah, I, I, saw, yeah. I saw the videos you, you had sent over and it's just unbelievable. you know. And we have this going on right on our southern border. And, we, and we've we heard, I think yesterday, that President Biden is going to visit the southern border. Finally. Finally. I wonder what took him so long to get down to the border. But uh, we do have that coming. So we'll see um, what's going to happen in, re- in regards to any new policy changes with the border. Oh, but I saw that Katie do- Hobbs is starting to dismantle some of the border protection along the Arizona-Mexico border. Hey, they voted for it, right? Yeah, that's what the people voted for. Yeah.
0: I don't know. The, the fact that the, the drug smugglers in Mexico are engaging in open combat with the Mexican military and the media isn't covering a lick of this. It's utterly bizarre and a little bit worrying. Okay. I know. The, the Mexican army, like, like we just said, the Mexican army has tanks in some of these videos. I'm looking at other ones. In some of these, the Mexican army is just using regular guns. Meanwhile, the Mexican cartels appear to have Halo 2 style weapons in some of these clips. They're shooting down airplanes or, or attempting to. Uh, one plane got shot and had to make an emergency landing on an air feud. The cartel declared a no-fly zone in the city. How do they do that? <laughs> guns are illegal in Mexico.
1: Yeah, the drug cartels aren't going going away anytime soon. You know, they are they're literally, and like you said, open combat with the Mexican military. Drug cartels. It's unreal. You know, we, i have been harping on this for for months. You know about the border. We're not going to have a country soon. It's, it's going to be recognizable. That's Luckily, what ended the Roman know, Republic. Yeah. Luckily, the Supreme Court upheld Title Forty Two, um, which is that Remain in Mexico policy you know, where they, if they, yeah, uh, so that's, that's still in place, which is great, great news, but, um, thousands coming in instead of millions, but, um, yeah, it just seems like this administration isn't, isn't really concerned what's going on down there. And I don't know why, th- they're I, don't know, I don't know what, what, how this, how this border situation, you know, benefits them benefits the democratic party someone explain this to me how the border situation benefits the democrats politically i would love to know because i have thought about it and I, I i can't come up with any answer
0: it's got to benefit them somehow how i don't know what well, i don't know exactly what, maybe they're maybe they're getting kickbacks from the mexican guy i don't know but you would not that it looks terrible they they it have the media fair. though. They have the media running cover for them and, and all the eyes stay away. Look, there's almost a war going on in a city that's like not that far away from the Texas border. Short drive away. Maybe 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 like a the four hour drive, five hour drive. I don't know. But there's a there's tanks on the streets there. And the cartel is there a no fly zone. And the best part is where do the drugs go, Mark? This country.
1: Does it make sense to anyone yeah. yet?
0: Like how this could all be related? And
1: you had a college football broadcaster who was fired from his job. I think they were—he was announcing the Sun Bowl with Pitt, and he made a reference yeah. to illegal aliens during the broadcast and was fired. True story.
0: Uh,
1: what? I mean, okay.
0: Well, well like I said, we'll, we'll
1: we'll have to watch it. We'll have to monitor the situation, just like everything else. But yeah. what are you gonna do? Um, all right, let's begin to wrap up here. Um, I think you know you have something here on Sam Bankman-Fried and then uh, fact checking, and then we'll wrap it up.
0: Right, I'm not even gonna play the clip because I, I can't listen to it right now. But Corrine uh, uh, Jean Pierre was asked about uh, Sam Bankman-Fried and his uh, trips to the White House, and she just said they're focused on pandemic prevention related items. That was all I can play. But it's just I'll play the clip, but it's a minute and twenty. And her talking in circles. So just, just, just trust me. She's. <laughs> She said they were the meetings were focused on pandemic prevention related to SPF's foundation. So the she totally sidestepped the question. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, like they audited Trump's taxes. I want them to audit like SBF's taxes to his like foundation or like every foundation, not just like the personal taxes. Because you're a government official, you don't make any fuck money. You don't do anything. I want the foundations audited. Everything, but there's precedent, so maybe in 2023 we'll see that. Um, where are we at here now? Oh, how fact checks work. So I don't know who sent this to me. Maybe it was in a group chat. We were in Mark, but it was talking about, uh, fact checks. And I was like, well, you know, all fact checks are BS. Anyway. And I gave an example. There was a fact check of a photo showing Biden with Robert Byrd who once had ties to the KKK, but wasn't a grand wizard. That was what the fact check found. I'll read it again. Fact check photo shows Biden with Byrd who once had ties to the KKK but wasn't a grand wizard. So, so what was he? A grand cyclops? I'm I'm, I'm confused here. <laughs> and then like I, you, you dig a little bit further into the into the article, our ruling partly false. We rate the claim that Biden was f- f- photographed with the grand wizard of the KKK to be partly false because some of it was not supported by our research. Bird, the alleged grand wizard, in fact was not one. However, he was the leader of the chapter of the KKK briefly by his own admission and was involved with the kkk throughout much of the 1940s according to the washington post bird later renounced his kkk ties calling it the greatest mistake he ever made so i'm thinking like okay well who's their sources the washington post slate c-span well what, what okay c-span's legit well what, what was the what article or what are they vice president biden's eulogy of senator Byrd. politifact <laughs> They're referencing Robert Byrd wasn't a Grand Wizard of the KKK. That's that's the article. Snopes. Does this photo show show Biden with the Grand Wizard of the KKK? No. And then at the bottom, our fact check work is supported in part by a grant from you guessed it, Facebook. I'm <laughs> Which, if you know, you think all oh, Facebook, it's big tech. Well, no, big tech through the government. Like we said before, Mark Zuckerberg has nothing to do with Facebook at all. He's just the empty suit front. It was given to him. Our government controls it. That's why they can control your speech through it. That's why they put all that money into the 2020 election to secure the vote. So you think Mark Zuckerberg wanted to give up his billions to secure the 2020 election vote now? All right. That's all I can't make it up. No, you can't. You cannot. You cannot. But that's how fact checks work. It's they fact check themselves. They use their own sources and resources, and they try to fool you with cool words like party farce. This wasn't the grand wizard. It was just a grand cyclops at led a local chapter. We know this because nope. Biden, Biden
1: eulogized him. Nothing to see here. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that is our season two premiere of Thinking Logically. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. And we will be back next week with episode two, season two, episode two, coming to you next week. Uh, Joe, it's great to be back with you here in season two. Uh, Have a great weekend, everybody, and we will see you guys next week. Joe, see you guys later.